the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, welcome back, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock. I'm here at your service. If you have a car question or car problem, just give me a call, and I'll do my best to help you and work with you to try to figure out what we could do next. And uh, I'll do the best I can to guide you. Obviously, I can't fix your car over the phone or over the radio, but there are times I can get pretty doggone close. And it really depends on you. So when I ask you a question, there are three answers. Yes, no, or I don't know. And all three of them are accepted, you know, acceptable to me. So we work around it. The radio show has everything to do with questions and answers. So you tell me your make and model. Tell me what's going on. I'll ask you some questions, and together we'll kind of narrow it down. If anything, I'll, I'll help you to determine what you say to your shop to minimize the diagnostic costs. Because if they have to drive it till it happens, that may not be something that you want to do. Maybe it's wait till it gets worse and easier to find. Especially on something that doesn't light your dashboard up with red lights. Sometimes that's the very best thing to do is just wait till it gets worse and easier to find. Or I can make it happen when I do this. And it's not it's not anything bad for a consumer or customer to ask the shop to assign one of their technicians for a test drive. That's not unusual and that's not unreasonable either. Now, obviously Monday mornings and Friday afternoons, that's, that's kind of a bad idea. But Tuesday at 10 o'clock in the morning is just perfect or something like that after the morning rush. So the lines are wide open, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. You're welcome to join us. The lines are going to get kind of busy. Was that an air gun in the background? It was. Okay, hold on just a minute, and let me bring you back up. Was that an air gun in the background? I think it was, but okay. sometimes I hear those things, and it's not correct. Well, you've always had noises in your head. <laughs> <I have. laughs> yes. Okay, yes. Gil, did, was that an air gun? Oh, there it was again. <laughs> yeah, I'm it, ready. it was. Uh, uh. First caller is Joe. Joe. Joe, good morning. We're not laughing at you. We're laughing at each other. I hope you understand that. Yes. That's fine. Good morning. Good morning. Hey, uh, you were talking when you were talking to the uh, guy with the um, vet that had the uh, was looking at the oil, mm-hmm. and and then you had mentioned that um, when you start it up and it knocks for about six seconds and then it quiets down. I'm experiencing that. I've got a, a 2001 Chevy Silverado with uh, 302,000 miles on it. Okay, 302,000 miles. Wow, that's a lot. Yeah, you just beat every <laughs> Ford record I've ever seen. <laughs> I'm kidding, well, I'm kidding. My, 
My, my wife drives the truck, though. Oh, well, that's that explains it. That's, there you go. That's the reason that you got 300,000 miles. Do you, do you, do you know that 300,000 miles is for, is 12 times around the equator? <laughs> that's how far she's driven. She must have a boyfriend that lives in a different area code or zip code or something like that. Nevertheless, here's what I want you to do. Um, when you start it up, I want you just to listen to the noise and, and determine how long it lasts. Okay, that's kind okay. of important. Number two, I want you to start it up sometimes in park and sometimes in neutral and see if that changes the noise. I also want you to start it up and when it's doing the noise, go into reverse. Just keep your foot on the brake. Just shift it to reverse. And then the next morning, shift it to drive. And here's what I'm thinking. With 300,000 miles on it, this could have a broken flywheel, and it's more appropriately called a flex plate. And that creates a knocking noise, and we can usually change that noise when we start messing with the shifter when the noise is happening. So if you say, I got this knocking noise, but it, it gets really bad when I put it in drive, but it doesn't, it's not there in reverse, and it goes away. Well, at that point, we know it's not oil-related. It's not a rod bearing. It's not a main bearing. It's something, un, it's not, there. it's unrelated to all the stuff that you're sweating. So that's kind of just move the shifter around. Uh, how long does it last? Uh, is it two seconds? Is it five seconds? Is it 10 seconds? And what changes it? Now, if she starts it up and it's knocking and she revs the motor and the knock goes with the motor, that's important. But if she revs the motor and the noise has the same rhythm and it didn't go up with the you know stab of the throttle, that's important. No, it gets worse. Uh, it gets louder uh, as you uh, apply the throttle. Okay. And and then it uh, eventually, so, uh, like, if I start driving, okay, it'll be more pronounced. And then it'll, so I just idle along, and then it, it drops off. Okay. So am I assuming that you're starting it up, you're backing out of your driveway, and you're getting three, four, five houses away? Yeah, exactly. Okay, okay. Now, what kind of, do you change your own oil? You have somebody do it for you? Uh, I have a, the shop do it. They've got uh, a synthetic blend, a 530. Okay. Um, I, I want you to have your oil changed with a 30 weight. Straight 30? Yes. Yes. Oh. I mean, oh, okay. that's a good diagnostic tool. And, and, and let me change the question. Mark, if you had a 300,000-mile Silverado, would you be putting 530 blend in it? And the answer is double heck no. Okay. Well, why not? That motor's been around the world more times than I've been alive. That motor's worn out. What are we trying to feed it premium oil for, thinking that it's going to love us more? It thinking it's going to last another 300,000 miles? So if we put 30 weight in it and all of a sudden you go, holy mackerel, it cut the noise in half or it cut 90% of the noise off, then, yeah, we've got an oil pressure problem somewhere. So if we thicken up the oil and it goes away, then what's the matter with that? Yeah. So, you know, we can determine where the noise is coming from if we have the truck for a couple. And I talk we, the talk in our industry. The repair shop can determine where it's coming from 
because we'll just take one spark plug off in the morning. So we do one spark plug, and then it knocks. We shut it off, and we come back to it an hour later, and we disconnect another spark plug, and all of a sudden the noise changes. And then we disconnect the third and the fourth one, and the noise is still there. So we know it's related to the one where it changed the noise when we took the spark and combustion away from it. So though now you could also do an oil sample. You could also do what we talked about the other guy. You know, go a thousand miles, pull a sample. Go another thousand miles, pull a sample. Send them into the to the laboratories that are all over the internet and let them see what the growth is. Now so. it occurs. Um, it, it's. Uh On the cold winter mornings. Uh huh. So I don't know if that makes a difference. It changes. A, you kind of cut out. So it is it get better or worse on a cold winter morning? Uh, it, it's worse. It's louder. Oh. And in the hot in the hot weather, it's not as uh, uh, as noticeable. Okay. That's kind of confusing. I'm not doubting what you're saying, but that throws a whole new tilt to it. But but typically what I say to this is, is, you know, if it was an oil pressure problem, colder oil and winter would make the noise, it would change the noise dramatically for the better. So yeah. I, I, can't, I can't answer why in the wintertime it's actually better, um, but you're still using 530 because 530 right. is a cold weather oil as well as a hot weather oil. It's, it's both. So, but I think there's sometimes we have questions that can only be answered after we fix the car. So people say, you know, well, why why does it only happen on the AM station at uh, at 17 volume? Okay, I'm not going to chase that. I can answer that after I fix your problem. But I'm going to just sure. chase the noise and not get sidetracked and go off on some tangent that really is not going to it's not going to point me in the right direction. So I think, you know, the knock is going to be either be the flywheel, um, it could be the harmonic balancers come loose, but the both of those would typically not go away. Um, they may reduce in volume, but they would still be there. But an oil pressure problem or, a, you know, a, one of the bearings that's worn a little bit more and it takes a few minutes for us to get the oil pressure up, um, that, that would change with a change of viscosity, so... Changing the viscosity, I think, would be the first thing that I would want you to do. Now, how often are you changing the oil with the 530? Um, about 30,000, 3,000, 4,000. Okay. Well, with a blended oil like that, which is kind of the middle of the road, you can go between five and six to 7,500. Well, actually, you can go from three to five. Three to five. Conventional oil is, is 3,000, and then a blended oil or they call it a semi-synthetic, that can go between 3,000 and 5,000. And then the synthetic oils will go north of that till ten or 12,000. But I think just let's just do it this way. Let's, let's just change the oil to a straight 30 weight and see what happens. I think that's right, the I'll best thing to do. Okay, thank you very much, Joe. Thank you very much. Kurtz Auto Repair is up on I-17 and, and Bell Road. Kurtz has been on my radar screen for a long time because there's times that people will ask me about a car-related problem, and they live near Bell Road and I-17. Well, if I've got a shop there, I'm going to refer them to the shop, and there's been more than a couple of times that Kurt has pulled a rabbit out of his hat. And he's done a really good job in his diagnosis, and when he does the repair he sells, 
the problem goes away. And that's kind of the really important part of car repair is conversation with the customer. Then you do symptom analysis. You try to determine what the symptom is telling you. Then you determine what you think is the repair. You bid the part and labor with the repair. But at the end of the day, you better go drive that vehicle to make sure that what you went in to fix is really gone. Because the real sin is is that the customer spent $200 and you're on your final test drive and the problem's still there. That's kind of an embarrassing situation to be caught caught in. But Kurtz doesn't deal like that anyway. He's got ASE certified technicians. And between Eric, Jeff, and Kurt, they're all master technicians. So it's like having three very seasoned guys We're looking at your car. So if you're near I-17 and, and Bell Road, Kurtz is a great place. If you don't have a shop, Kurtz is a great place. And if you have a shop and you want to try somebody else, Kurtz is still a good place. 602-508-0960. The lines are wide open. 602-508-0960. We'll be back in a minute. Hello, I'm Greg May, the proud owner of Phoenix Body Works. I started in 1982 and still love fixing mangled vehicles. I'm proud that for 32 years, my staff has been able to provide the finest collision repair service in the valley. Industry standards tell us how to fix your car, and we don't fudge that. Leave your worry and stress to us. It's what we do. When you have an accident, remember, the law states that you have the right to choose your collision repair shop. All our estimators and technicians are our car certified. We have all the necessary state-of-the-art equipment to fix your vehicle right. We welcome you to visit Phoenix Body Works anytime, even if you just need a bottle of water, a cup of coffee, a snack, or to use our Wi-Fi. Phoenix Body Works offers free shuttle service, or if you need a rental car, don't sweat it. Enterprise is right next door. At phxbodyworks.com, I will explain the entire collision repair process to you in two minutes. My name is Greg May, and I wrote this message. Did you buy into the timeshare lies? I can tell you that I had a four-year experience with a timeshare corporation who did nothing but lie to me. That swapping locations was easy? They made this sound that this would be a really good deal, that I could go anywhere, anytime I wanted to. That never worked out. Timeshare lies. Thousands of timeshare owners know the feeling. I'm Chuck McDowell, founder of Wesley Financial Group. Ten years ago, I worked for the largest timeshare company in the world. When I learned the truth about what they were selling, I quit my job and instead became the pioneer in helping folks get out of their timeshare contracts legally. I understand that trusting anyone after buying a timeshare is a difficult task. That's why I guarantee if we can't cancel your timeshare contract, you'll pay nothing. For a free information kit on how to cancel your timeshare, call Wesley Financial Group now. 800-656-1551. 18 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, and we'll be taking callers in about 30 seconds. But Autodynamics is Sun City's largest and most trusted source for complete automotive services. Chuck Nide, who I've known since the 60s, owned his, it's family-owned and operated. And Chuck opened it up in 1982, and now his son Derek has the reins. So if you're in Sun City and you don't have a good shop, or you're looking for a good shop, or you just got there, then Autodynamics is on the north side of Grand Avenue, just west of 99th Avenue. They'll treat you fair. They're not going to sell you unnecessary parts or unnecessary services. I promise. That's Autodynamics. Alex, you're first. How can I help you today? Hi, thank you for taking my call. 
Um, I have a 1995 Toyota Camry automatic. And when I was driving the other day, it broke down on me. And I heard a clunking noise coming all of a sudden in the middle of my drive. So I pull off to the side of the freeway, and my car wouldn't go anywhere, even when I would press the gas. So when I got it to home, I tried putting it in the different gears, and I heard a clunking noise. And I, when I would put it in park, I would hear this this really high high pitch, a really really loud uh, grinding noise. It kind of sounds like if you if you put a piece of plastic up to a fan that's going really fast. Okay. That's it. it makes it a noise when I put it in the park, and it also rolls when I put it in the park. So the parking uh, brake doesn't work either. The emergency brake does not not in park. And then when yeah, when I put it in gears, okay. it would make this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You've you've lost the connection between the transmission and the engine, and I don't know where you've lost it, but what you describe is called ratcheting. So it's kind of like putting your car in park when you're still doing two miles an hour. So that's what's going on with you. I don't know about the clunk. I don't care about the clunk, but you have perfectly described. Now, for instance, on a conventional car, because you can wrap your head around that a little bit better, on a conventional car, if we were to take and blow the drive shaft off of a pickup truck, then that's exactly what he would have. He'd put it into drive, and it might move, but the, doesn't, the car doesn't move. And then when he goes to put it back in park, it's going to go, and it's going to be a ratcheting sound. So you could have blown one of the front drive axles off that Camry, or you could have um, got a, 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 one of them came, one joint of the four came apart, and that could be your clunk. The clunk you're hearing is half of the axle swinging out of perfection. So it's no longer spinning true, it's uh, wobbling a lot and creating the noise. So that's what I think you've got going. If that's the case, then you're probably going to have to replace one of the axles and if everything is is good, you didn't create a whole bunch of damage that you're going to have to fix. If if we got the axle banging around on the lower control arm and it didn't affect the alignment, then I wouldn't put one on it. So that's that's what I think. I think you did a good job in describing the noises, and I think that I'm really close to whatever the repair is. Okay. So the um, sorry, I don't I don't know too too much about cars, but just okay. check the axles you said. Well, the, the transmissions come disconnected um, from from the wheels, so to speak. So we've lost that connection. If you just if if you just describe to them what you said to me, you know, I started up, everything's fine. I put it in drive. There's some noise there, but when I put it back in in park, it sounds as though I'm trying to put it back in park at five miles an hour. So it's it's ratcheting. If that's if that's good work, or it's like people cracking their knuckles real fast, or it's like putting a a a playing card with a clothespin on the bicycle tire we used to do when we were kids. Right, right. Okay, that's what I would do. What part of town do you live in? I actually live in Los Angeles. Okay, all right. So and you know it's not going to make it back to Los Angeles. Right. Well, I'm I'm in Los Angeles right now, but I'm oh. there. All right. I understand. I understand. I think any general repair shop will be able to diagnose this in less than 15 minutes, and they're going to lift it up on the rack. They're going to see that one of the two axles is blown off the front of your Camry because you have front-wheel drive, and then they're going to bid the repair. I don't think. You didn't say anything about a bunch of fluid on the ground, and that's good because we didn't blow up the transmission. 
or we didn't blow up the transaxle because we'd have puked fluid all over the ground. So I think if you can tow it into the shop, and it would be great if you could follow it there, and then you could show the shop what you're talking about, that's a home run. Thank you, Alex. Thank you very much. i got to move on to Corky. Corky, how are you, and what can I do for you? Good morning, Mark. I have a 1998 uh, Jeep Wrangler, okay. and I have a, it starts, everything, it's got 108,000 miles, and when I go to start it when it's cold, it starts in about two to three seconds. Now, if I drive it for 10 or 15 minutes and go back to start it, it takes five to seven seconds for it to, to catch. Any okay. ideas? Well, and but it, it'll run at 60, 70, 80 miles an hour, yes? Oh, no problem. No problem. Okay. All right. So I'm going to eliminate the fuel pump. I'm going to eliminate the starvation of fuel because if it, if it had substandard fuel or if it had a starvation problem, it wouldn't do 60, 70, 80 miles an hour. So I'm thinking to myself that the cranking is, is telling me clearly, and the fact that it will run after you finally get it started is telling me I'm missing spark or fuel. So if I were the guy working on your car, I'd hook up a fuel pressure gauge. I'd go, I, I would start it cold. I would say, hey, um, Corky, I want you to leave it overnight. And so the next morning, I'd turn the key on, and I'd expect the fuel, my fuel pressure gauge to go and go up, let's pretend, 45 pounds. That's the spec. So then I hit the key, and boom, it starts right up. I'd go drive it for a little while. I'd come back. I'd shut it off. I'd walk away from it from the time it takes you to go into Circle K and buy a soda, come back outside. I'd still have my fuel pressure gauge on it, and I'd hit the key. And maybe the fuel pressure takes a while to come up to 45. So I go, okay, I'm losing fuel pressure. That's what's going on. Because once it gets to 45, it starts up. So then I, I look in my book and I go, oh, it's got an external fuel pressure regulator. So I go over and I pull the vacuum line off the fuel pressure regulator. It's full of gas. So the diaphragm's blown. Okay, I call you and I bid a, a fuel pressure regulator. That's how it would work. If I'm right, it's substandard fuel pressure and you haven't said anything that would lead me to believe that it's a compression problem or that it's a spark problem. I really do believe that your extended hot cranking is related to the absence of fuel. Now, another thing you could do is, is if you know what's going to happen, buy a can of carb spray from your local auto parts store. So you know what's going to happen. Mm -hmm. So take the air cleaner off that thing and aim it at the air intake and go for three or four seconds. If it starts right up, then Mark is right, and it's the lack of fuel, and we just have to figure out why. Because you added okay, fuel absolutely. to it. Does that make sense? Uh, yes, it does. I was thinking it was definitely a fuel problem, and somebody said, well, maybe it's, it's, I'm not sure if it's an electric fuel pump or not. Just turn on the switch for a few seconds while it builds up pressure. Well, that shouldn't have to be. So, Well, wait uh, a minute. Right. Wait a minute. I agree with that. I agree with that. Sometimes what happens is is if you crank past, let's pretend, three seconds, the computer goes, oh, it ain't going to start, and it shuts off the fuel. It shuts off the electricity to the pump. So when you turn the key on, you're fooling the computer. You turn on the key and you go, not crank, just on. One, two, three, off. Back on. One, two, three, off. You do that three times. Then, boom, it starts right up. Well, you're repriming the system. So we're right back where I thought we were. We have a substandard fuel pressure on a on a warm startup. So okay. by cycling the key on and off is the same as you artificially inseminating it with carburetor spray. <laughs> okay. It's the same thing. All okay. right. Thank you very much. You bet. Bob, you're up next. How can I help you? Hi, Bob. 
Bob, 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 I'll wait for you just a minute. Why don't we put Bob on hold and we'll zip on by and we'll talk to Kevin. Kevin, good morning. Hey, good morning, Mark. Hey, um, I've got a um, an 03 Ford um, 4-liter V6. It's got kind of a, a rough idle to it. Okay. It really was not a problem, but then the throttle position sensor started going out. So when I had that fixed, I had them do a diagnostic on it, and it came up with misfire codes. Okay. So they said that we should replace the plugs with iridium-type plugs. And I won't, bore, I won't bore you with all I've done to it because it hasn't fixed the problem. Yeah, I can, keeps, I can imagine. It's given misfire codes. Well, a misfire code doesn't mean that you need spark plugs or wires. And if it doesn't cause, mm-hmm. call for iridium spark plugs um, in the service manual, then I wouldn't put iridiums in them because they cost a lot of money. And unless your ignition system is designed to fire iridium spark plugs, I, I just wouldn't do it. So the real question is, in your case, is is what are we missing? It's the same kind of thing. We're, are we missing spark or fuel? And if I was working on the car, um, I would take a gloved hand, and I would start the car up, and it would miss. And I would put my hand over the air intake to shut off some air to make it run richer, more fuel. Yeah. And I would see if okay. it smoothed out. Because a vacuum leak can cause a misfire. The EGR valve could be stuck open. That's going to cause your rough idle. But it's also going to cause a misfire because we've created a vacuum leak that's not only affecting the idle but affecting the O2 sensor and affecting the, and it's looking like a, a misfire. So I, you can't jump on a misfire. You can't jump. But if you wanted to and if it was cylinder four every time, then I'd take the spark plug out of four and put it in five. And I'd put five into four and see if the problem moved. The same way with a wire. I would move a wire and see if the problem moved. And and so as you go through this gyrations, if the problem moves, then you know that the problem is the plug or the plug wire. But if the problem doesn't right. move, then you know it's not. You stay there. I'll be back in just a minute. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons Tom and Paul operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Color Copies Phoenix would like to remind everyone listening, whatever your plans are this weekend, make sure you and your family have a safe and sober way home, and please never drink and drive. Brought to you by Color Copies Phoenix, providing fast, affordable color copies. For a complete list of services, visit colorcopiesphoenix.com or call 602-402-4501. That's Ramona and her staff at Color Copies Phoenix, urging you to always drive safely. And About Care Home Care reminds everyone listening that Arizona is one of the best places to live, work, and play in the world, yet thousands of senior citizens are neglected, uncared for, even abused. This problem must be addressed. If you, someone you love, or just someone you know is an elder and in need of help or attention, 
Contact your local law enforcement office immediately because elder abuse is a crime. Brought to you by everyone at About Care Home Care in Chandler. For more information, call 480-999-7000. They're on the air because they care about the seniors in our community. Introducing the YMCA. What, you already know the Y? Or so you think. Sure, you know the Y for a swim, a workout, even a game of hoops. But did you know we're more than that? We're a cause. When you take your jump shot at the Y, someone else is getting job training. Take a cardio class while kids are in an after-school enrichment program. Practice your downward-facing dog as a teen practices her leadership skills. That's the Y. We work with people no matter their age, income, or background and give them the opportunity to learn, grow, and thrive, all with one simple goal in mind, to strengthen our community. And we've got so much more that does just that. So while you might think of the Y as that place for lifting weights, we're also about lifting entire communities. Introducing the Y. We're so much more than a place. We're a cause. Visit ymca.net slash more. Unexpected reactions to smart financial decisions brought to you by feedthepig.org. Well, I finally did it. My student loan is totally paid off. I can't believe it. I can't believe it either. I paid more than the minimum each month, and soon enough, it was gone. So you're just giving up? Giving up on what? The life of luxury. Egyptian cotton, caviar Thursdays, designer everything. What are you talking about? Our plan. What happened to winning the lottery and mastering the art of the perfect mimosa? Hosting galas, wearing enough jewelry to require a bodyguard, vacationing in the French Riviera, and then buying it. I just thought maybe it was time to prepare for my future. You know, set some financial goals, make some smart investments, open a 401k. Financial goals? Investments? A 401k? You are horrifying right now. Listen, if winning the lottery were easy, everyone would do it. When it comes to financial stability, don't get left behind. Get tools and tips for saving at feedthepig.org. This message brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. All about that demon, all 34 minutes after the hour, 11 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem. I'm your host every Saturday right here on 960 The Patriot, and we're talking about car and car repair problems. Action Auto Repair is a great shop in Phoenix. I-17 in Deer Valley. Tom, I've known him probably since the early 80s. He's honest. He's dependable. He knows right from wrong. All the shops that I refer you to are shops that my mother would use. My, If my sisters had any brains, they'd use them too. But my neighbors, everybody, I know I can refer you to them with all the confidence in the world that you'll be treated fairly. So if you live anywhere near I-17 in Deer Valley and you're looking for a shop, they have ASE Master Certified Technician, etc., etc., Action Auto Repair is the place I would suggest that you stop by and see if you like them. So let's go back to the phone. Now, Bob, you stay there because I know that you're back. But, Kevin, I just want to cover one more thing. When you okay. have, when this misfire occurs, can you always feel it, or does it come and go? Uh, you can always feel it, uh, the idle, when it's in idle drive. Okay. You can feel right. it misfiring. So when you get above idle, it's just as smooth as glass. Yes. And the rupida rupida and the good. miss is gone. Right. Okay. Um, did the professional install the throttle position sensor? Yes. Okay. All right. Okay. Um, I I think I think we're on the right track. The fact that the 
that the miss is only at idle and it doesn't translate to a high speed at 40, 50, 60, 70 miles an hour, that's kind of good. That eliminates, almost guarantees it's not a mechanical issue. So okay. I, I, I think this is going to be easy, and, and I'll tell you, almost always in situations such as this, Kevin, the guessing costs more than the diagnosis. So, right. you know, we had a guy last week that did a $400 mass airflow sensor, and it didn't fix his problem, and the diagnostic on that car would not have been more than $200. I would I, I mean, I would yeah. be closer to 100 than 200 but he spent 400 on a guess on, on it, and I just I want to caution you about that, Okay. Okay, appreciate right. it. Thank you, Kevin. Bob, good morning. Good morning to you. Talk Go to right Mark. ahead. Are you there? I'm in. Oh, I'm here, okay. yes. Okay. <laughs> I was the other Bob, too, that called him in. I tried to get my phone off speakerphone and disconnected everything. Good morning, it's Dr. Okay. Mark. Uh, it's yeah, okay. Um, 98 Ford Ranger, uh, no brake lights, uh, replace the sensor uh, underneath the, on the steering column. Mm-hmm. Uh, everything else works. Okay. And when I jumped it across from the thing, the brakes worked. So I the lights and fuses. Give me direction. Wait a minute. You replaced the brake light switch. Just has two wires. No, this uh, one's got a pin thing. It's got like five wires out of it. Okay. So you replaced the brake light switch, and you don't have any brake lights. Nope. And so what did you jump to make the brake lights work? I jumped uh, the, I took the switch, or not the switch, the connector. It has five pins in it. Okay. Uh, let's see, I forget the colors. I'm not right there. I know two of them are greens. But anyhow, I didn't do the greens. I figured, I used the chart to figure out which ones uh, control the taillights, uh, put a uh, jumper in there, and jumped, and I get brake lights. Uh, then, I don't, uh, otherwise I get everything. Everything else, I mean, you know, normal okay. turn signals, everything else works all the time. No problem. Okay. Check fuses everything. Okay. All right. Well, let me think out loud here. Okay. You put a new brake switch in and that didn't fix it, but then you bypass the, you disconnect the plug and you bypass the brake light switch and you do get brake lights. As you can imagine, that doesn't make much sense because no. you put a new switch, switch in it. Well, yeah, a bad new one. Okay. I mean, yeah. you could do that if you wanted to, but the brake light signal goes from the switch through the turn signals and then it goes from the turn signal switch and disseminated to the two rears. That's We use the turn signal switch to interrupt it to give you a turn signal because that's off brake light, off brake light, off brake light is a turn signal. So I, I and then you say you have turn signals which means that the turn signal switch is connected to the uh, the tail light or to the brake lights because those work right so right. so then out Flash loud, switch. I'm thinking, okay, we got the brake light, either the switch is bad, or this brake light circuit that goes from the switch to the turn signal switch is defective somewhere. But then when you jump it at the plug and you get brake lights, why would that say that the circuit from the switch to the switch, from the brake light switch to the turn signal switch, on one hand, it's not there, and on the other hand, it is there. And that obviously doesn't make any sense. We do know that from the turn signals backwards, we're okay. We're just having a tough time from the brake light switch to the turn signal switch. So I, I think I, I think we just need another pair of eyes on this. Because as I've just described to you, I think 
we got the problem between the brake light switch and the turn signal switch, but then you're saying that the turn signals at the, from the switch works fine. And it's not going to be a ground at the socket on the back. That's craziness. That's not it. It's not going to be a light bulb because you said they work. Right. So I, right. I don't know yeah, the answer to that. what you're talking. I have read, uh, you know, research, and it's like crazy, uh, where there is a problem sometimes on those particular models. Apparently there was a recall that the turn signal switch or that the connections inside there uh, on the steering column at the top that they had problems with some of that. And uh, now my, uh, what do you call it, uh, uh, cruise control went out regularly too. Man, I got the new uniform. It, it just gradually wore out. You know, the buttons all wore out and punching them because I use it a lot. I love it. Is it possible that that, that would have any effect? Well, but wait a minute. We have the turn signal switch with an in and an out. You're saying the in is broken, but the out works. So if you had a harness problem coming out of the turn yeah. signal switch that's going to all four corners of the car, then uh-huh. you can't have it both ways. Okay. You can't. Now, it would be kind of foolish for you to go out and buy a new harness and a new turn signal switch. Oh, yeah. No kidding. I mean, and, and not to mention the fact that you're going to have a tough time fishing the harness down the steering column. No, so, tell me about it. I yeah. don't want to look at it. But <laughs> the, cruise controls, the cruise control yeah. is an interesting thing because a bad brake light switch would be uh, the, the, your inability to cancel the cruise control other than shutting it off um, would be enhanced, would be there. On the other hand, when you cancel the cruise control, typically we're going to cancel the cruise control in the plug. As soon as we get the signal from the from the brake light switch that you've hit the brake lights, we're going to then the computer's going to cancel the cruise control. So I don't know what you're going to check chase. You're going to chase that the cruise control doesn't cancel, or are you going to chase that you got no brake lights with the pedal? But I can't answer the question. But in a well, synopsis again. You, you've lost the signal from the brake light switch to the turn signals because you have the signal from the turn signals to the to the turn signal bulbs in the back. No, one other thing. Did you walk all the way around the car? Turn on the hazards and walk all the way around the car. Yes. Let's yes. see if we all got four. all four of them working. All four of them work. Okay. Yes. So they I don't. Do I can't answer signals. your question. I know mm-hmm. where I'd start if I was working on it, but I can't answer your question. Well, yeah, I'm so. going to do the. Uh, uh, it was cheap. The. Uh, uh, not turn signal. What do you call it? A cruise control. Redo that. That's fairly easy, you know, to get in there behind that column there and put that in and see what that affects. Yeah. Uh, who knows? Uh, yeah. I, I'm, I'm up in Denville and uh, I got. I'm driving a, a back up to uh, back down to Phoenix here real soon. Can't wait to get home. I'll tell you. I hate it up here. Anyway, yeah. uh, I, <laughs> I got to figure it out because I can't go driving all that distance without brake lights. So yeah. Uh, uh, well, and, anyway. and and the only other thing you could do is back up to a wall. One other quick thing, and then I got to go. Um, you back into a wall, and you and you see that the brake lights are working or not yes. working. And I then usually do you that just, with uh, you go up to a, a window somewhere, you know, a store window. That's what it I. It doesn't do. really make any difference. Just yeah, get to where yeah, you can see you can the brake lights and turn signal yeah. switch, and then beat on the steering wheel as you turn the steering wheel a quarter uh-huh. turn to the right, a quarter turn to the left, uh-huh. a half turn to the right, a half turn to the left. Beat on the steering uh-huh. wheel, and if all of a sudden the brake lights start working, then you're going to have to go into the steering column. And I got to go. We'll be back in a minute. The Wilderness Club Resort in Montana is home to the 42nd best golf course in America. But more than that, it could be your next home community. Little humidity and not a mosquito around. The 550-acre resort features a family water park, horse park, sports park, 
fine dining and a 21-acre lake with direct flights to Kalispell. You should check it out yourself. Text HOME to 76000. That's H-O-M-E to 76000. This is attorney William J. Wolf, host of Middle East Radio Forum, heard every Sunday at noon here on 960 The Patriot. This Sunday on Middle East Radio Forum, Bill's special guest will be Yoni Tidi. Yoni will discuss the fallacy of the much-anticipated Trump peace plan, as well as where are we going with the Islamic Republic of Iran. That's Middle East Radio Forum, Sunday at noon on 960 The Patriot. Maybe it's time to take a fresh look at everything we thought we knew about landing a great job. For instance, what if phenomenal careers start at the middle school science fair instead of at the job fair? If being the captain of the robotics team means just as much on a college application as being captain of the football team. And if knowing the quadratic formula is every bit as important as knowing the right people. Well, the fact is, the jobs of the future will be heavily geared towards science, technology, engineering, and math. In other words, the future is STEM. More opportunities, better pay. And the road to these great jobs starts as early as middle school. So if you're a student, talk to your school counselor about STEM. If you're a parent, talk to your kids. Because the job you'll get in the future may very well depend on what you do today. A public service message from America's Navy. 45 minutes after the hour of 11 o'clock, my name is Mark Salem. And let me tell you real quick about the only shop in Mesa that I raise my hand and say, they are a great shop in Mason. That's Thompson's Auto Repair. They're on Main Street just east of Stapley. Brian and Thelma have been there a long time, and both of their families have been in the auto repair business and in the gasoline station business since the late 60s and early 70s. So Brian and Thelma come from a long line of greasy hands. So if you're in Mesa, the only shop I recommend is Thompson's Auto Repair, Thompson's Auto and repair and towing i should get that right and he's on main street just east of stapley jim good morning how can i help you hey mark yeah i have a question my son's zeal close to 94 ford explorer it has an intermittent starting problem we narrowed it down to a fuel pump um it has internet intermittent power that goes to the fuel pump like some like when you turn on to the opposition sometimes you got power there and and it'll start right up, and then it'll start for 10 times, and next time it won't start up, and there's no power to the pump, but there is power, like, to the, um, the fuel gauge. Okay. Yeah, there, there's no relationship here at all. There's okay. no relationship. If you turn the key on, and if you don't give it a crank signal for three seconds, it'll sh- it won't turn the pump, or it, it'll shut the pump off. So otherwise, if yes. it doesn't see the car start... And and the only other answer I could give you, Jim, is you're going to have to get a wiring diagram and find out where the fuel pump um, is. And now, now, let me ask you a question. You need to pull the owner's manual out of this thing, and you need to go to the picture of the fuse panel. Yeah. And I think you're going to find a fuel pump relay, and I think you're going to find an air conditioning relay, and I think both of those are going to look exactly the same. Okay. I want you to switch the two relays. Now, as long as they look the same, pull A out, pull B out, and switch them. If that fixes it, then you have to make an extra donation to the plate the next time you're in a house of worship. That sounds good to me. 
and then and then if it works and works fine, then that fuel pump real and and you said it's a ninety four, so it's not like it's a spring chicken. So no. and the air conditioning uses that relay a lot less than the fuel pump. So switch those two relays and see what happens. Sounds good. I'll do that. Okay. Good luck to you. Thank you. Okay. Yes. If you're oh, let me turn you on. Let me turn. Oh, I mean turn on your mic. Let me turn on your mic. Okay. Um. If you're a business person and you own a business with computers, we've all heard of ransomware. And ransomware has been in the news a lot. And what happens is someone sends you an email, you or one of your employees, and the, there's a link. And the link says, you know, Bethany thinks that you're her long-lost brother. Click here. Or you want a million dollars, click here. And when the employee or the staffer clicks there, then this bug has been added to your computer. Now, that bug's going to come alive in the next month or so. Then when it does, it's going to encrypt all your files, and you're stuck. You've lost your entire computer. But if you pay 10 to $3 million, they, they took down a city not too long ago. It happened in Gila County not too long ago. And the city on the East Coast paid $3 million in ransom. So it happened in Phoenix to a friend of mine. And it just shut him down. And when he called, they give you an email and stuff like that. And it's he they wanted $40,000 worth of Bitcoin. So he had to re, he wouldn't pay it. So he had to completely reconstruct, and he lost years of data. So the reason they don't make it, you, you don't get the bug on Monday, and then they kill you on Tuesday because if you have a backup, then you can go back and get the backup. The problem is, is if we fire off this bug a month later, two months later, three months later, typically your backup is old. So I know at our facility, we've decided on a software called Sophos. I think I'm pronouncing that right. I think right. so, too. I don't know. Yeah. And we've also decided to do a backup, but then disconnect the backup drives from the server every time we're not backing up. So when they come in, you see, when they come into to my shop... They're actually coming in on the server. We have three, and then we have, I don't know, 20 workstations. Mm -hmm. And so it can contaminate everything in there. But if I've unplugged my backup, then it can't jump to my backup. So you have to be careful. And you, and I think Malwarebytes is another software that we have been using, and they have an extra, for an extra fee we can get ransomware. But my biggest fear is, is if they got me, that I mean, it would just bring my company to the knees. You can imagine we'd have to go back to ordering parts by books. We wouldn't have the ability to write a work order. We wouldn't have. We couldn't get your customer file. We couldn't get your vehicle. We couldn't do it. Look at history. It would just destroy us. So if all you're a your business, charts would be gone. Yeah, all my charts would be gone. <laughs> all, all my emails to my girlfriends would be gone. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> oh, darn. <laughs> That's my wife aggravating me. But anyway, if you're a business person, you better talk to your computer IT people. Here's the good news. Tom, when he got taken to his knees, mm -hmm. I had said to him, you might talk to your insurance company to see if they're going to cover you. Because this is... This is damaged to me by others mm -hmm. and typically it's covered well he called and the guy said no but the other day he walked in and said you write up a bill for everything you've spent okay and we're going to cover it 
Uh, yeah, because I think we do have something like that for well, he did problems, and yes. he, so he had to build new computers, and they had a backup from six months ago, and they did this and they did that, um, but now his insurance company is going to pay for it. Well, that's good, um, but still, it's it's a nightmare. It's a nightmare. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely a nightmare. And ever since I heard a good friend of mine had this happen to him, and Healy County, mm-hmm. they they won't admit it. There was an article in the paper the other day that they had a problem. Okay. Well, the symptoms were everything to do with, me- and, and they're going after the hospitals and the cities, and they're going after big dollars. So if you if you were to bring an electrical company to their knees, yeah, and they couldn't even bill people, they would pay millions of dollars to get that back. Yeah. So it's it's a bad thing. Hopefully our our technology will will protect us. But we have told our our staff they may not click on anything. Um, from their workstations, they cannot go to their email, and they have to use their phones for all of their own personal stuff. Mm-hmm. And so if they're going to open up an email, they do it on their phones. Yeah. Now, they could be just like your staff and say, okay, we'll do it, but not do it. Right. But you run that risk. So. Yes. Okay. Car repair is tough no matter what. Um, if you have a question, you can always email me, and my email address is pretty easy. It's Mark at MarkSalem.com. I don't talk about my shop because that's not what this this show's all about. This show is about you, helping you, guiding you, telling you what to say, what not to say. But let me tell you what just happened. A really good friend of mine, Bill, okay, okay? Uh-huh. he has a 200,000-mile Hyundai. Okay. And the other day, he's driving down the road, and it just dies, and he doesn't know why. Mm-hmm. So he takes it to a shop. And they tell him that the motor's locked up. And then they tell him that there is, in the bowels of our of our car repair, there is something that says that maybe Hyundai knows that there's a problem. And maybe they'll fix it. Okay. So this is what Bill just sent me. Okay. I acted like a certain guy trained me to. Okay. Which is me. You, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Help me understand what this means. So that's what he's saying to the dealership. Okay. I've had a rental for three days. So what will be my out-of-pocket expense? You will pay nothing for this. Hmm. You will be reimbursed for your tow. You'll be reimbursed for the the shop evaluation that your motor's blown. You'll be reimbursed for the tow from the shop to the dealership. Your rental car will be in reimbursed. And if you f- if you find something was damaged because of the engine failure, Hyundai will repair that without any cost to you. Any damage repair caused to the engine failure. There's no deductible. Once they are done, I'm calling them. He's talking. Mm-hmm. I'm going to call your daughter, Mark, and have him look it over just to make sure everything's fine. Yeah. I've wow. never heard of that before. He Me has either. 200 thousand miles and they're going to give him a brand new engine and he just died on the side of the road yeah yeah but evidently and i haven't done the research evidently back there in the bowels yeah this is a problem how did he find that out well he didn't the sh- the shop he took it to first okay said in our investigation of your vin number uh-huh. there's this and I, I don't want to use words but let me just use a word that you'll kind of there's this hidden recall okay so and and see I've said that when Hyundai and uh, Kia first came out in the 10, 15, 20 years ago, they were big pieces of horse, you know, manure. Mm-hmm. Today, they are really good cars, mm-hmm. really good cars. Um, they're not the best, 
but they certainly deserve an A. Okay. Okay. They're not. Well, wait, uh, A's know, pretty good. Yeah, A's pretty good. <laughs> I, I was going to say that. I don't know. I I couldn't even give them an A plus because then you'd say to me, well, what is an a, another A plus? And I wouldn't have an answer for it. Well, them. yeah, and you said they're not the best. So it, it's what's, just. What's the best? What? That's it. That's, grade. That's that's the it. I'm going to give them an A, just like you said. I'm okay. going to give them an A without any other explanation. Okay. There's other people, other cars out there that are an A. Like my Dodge truck is an A. Of course. Of course it is. My Ford Edge is an No, it a. isn't. <laughs> <laughs> you can't use Ford and A in the same, in my world. I can. In my, you can. I don't care. So, so the, I'm just amazed. And I said to him, be prepared for a depreciation here. Yeah. They're going to say... Uh, you got half of the life of the motor, which would indicate that they think it lasts 400,000 miles. And exactly. I don't know about that. And so you're going to pay half the bill. They didn't do that. That's this amazing. is a 200,000. This thing's bound around the world eight times, and he's getting a brand new motor because something they did wrong. Ford, Chevrolet, Honda, Toyota, and Chrysler have, I've never heard them anything like that at all from them. Yeah. And and see, the problem really is this. The engineers design the parts. Okay. And then the parts are put in the cars. Mm-hmm. Then the part has a pattern failure. The engineer says it's the customer. Sure. The engineer says it's not my fault. So there's this big battle goes on, and pretty soon the engineer finds out it is his fault. Mm-hmm. He, he designed it wrong. So now we have to send it out and have it redesign. He'll redesign it. If not, hopefully he doesn't. Hopefully his boss does. Mm-hmm. So this part is now made. Yeah. We're going to put a new part on the road. Now we have to let everybody know that the part on their car is good, is a bad part. Mm-hmm. Now, should we really do that, or should we just handle them at a onesie by twosie time? Obviously, should that's we, what they chose to do. Huh? It, somebody chooses to do that. Right. So, so they don't raise their hand, but Hyundai's raising their hand and saying, we messed up. This is ugly. We're sorry. We're going to make it right. That's yeah, what happened. But they're not raising it to everybody, so that's a little bit suspicious. Not necessarily. He said they didn't question anything. They didn't ask him if he was the original owner. They didn't ask for maintenance records. They didn't ask for nothing. They just said, we're going to put a new motor in it. We're yeah. going to cover your rental car, and we're going to cover all your toes. And maybe it hasn't been that many that they've had to do, so well, I, I don't know. But. Stop taking the thunder away from them. I'm sorry. They're doing something that nobody else has. I, in 39 years, I've never seen this happen. Yeah, but how many people might have had this problem and they didn't know about this? You know what? There's a little due diligence there mm-hmm. when you have the problem like that. You can't lay in bed and figure that somebody's going to tell. All of a sudden, God's going to come to your head and say, hey, there's a secret recall. Mm-hmm. you got to go do a little work yourself. Okay. Oh boy, I'm not having you on the show no more. <laughs> uh, all you, t- it's tit and tat and and left and right and it's okay. I just though. have to make sure you know what you're talking. It's about. It's okay. That's fine with me. That's fine with me. Anyway, mark at marksalem.com. This isn't about my shop. This is about you. That's the reason why I don't even tell you what my shop is at. But God bless you. Drive safe and don't forget to ask lots of questions when your car repair shop like. What symptoms are you going to fix when you do all of this work? That's a great question. See you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.